The Upperman Lady Bees and York Institute Dragonettes prepare for state tournament title games. An historic season ends for the Cookville Lady Cavaliers, while the Stone Memorial Panthers get set for their own state tournament run. Welcome to the High School Playbook and a special report from Murfreesboro. My name's Jacob Vinson. Five Upper Cumberland girls basketball teams made the state tournament this week and two will play for state championships later today. Yesterday at the Glass House, the Cookville Lady Cavaliers saw their season come to a close after getting beat by Farragut in the 4A semifinals, 65-53. The Lady Cavs shot 35% from the field and were outscored 36-18 in the paint. Cassie Gallagher led the Lady Cavs with 18 points. The Cookville Lady Cavaliers finished their season with the best record in school history at 32-2 and the best finish in school history, making it to the state semifinals. The Upperman Lady Bees extended their season as they knocked off Creekwood in the 3A semifinals 45-44. The Lady Bees led by as many as 11 points in the ballgame, but hot shooting from Brianna Burgess of the Lady Redhawks kept them in it until the end. Finally, Jayla Cobb was able to hit a free throw to put Upperman up for good with six seconds to play. Upperman was led by Abigail Johnson for the second straight game in the state tournament with 20 points and nine rebounds. Brooklyn Crouch tallied 13 for the Bees. Now their attention turns to the 3A title game against Jackson Southside. These two teams met back in 2017 in the 2A quarterfinals when the Lady Hawks were undefeated. Upperman won that game 52-43 and went on to win the 2017 2A state championship. Since then, Coach McWilliams has kept in touch with Coach McNeil and hoped they could meet each other in a game again. I think he does an incredible job there. He and I played in 2017. If you remember, Tom, when I got the bracket, you said if you can win this, you've really done something because I had Southside first undefeated, you know, and, and I, so he and I built a friendship uh, and we both got upset last year. And so we, we talked early in the year and I said, let's, mo let's both make it back and let's get to the finals. And then the brackets came out and we've been texting. We're like, we got a shot. We got a shot. You know, we know they're, they're very well coached and we know that, um, very athletic, and uh, you know we're expecting nothing but a, a dogfight out there for us. The York Dragonettes also won their semifinal game, albeit with a little more drama, as senior Sage Smith hit a runner with 2.5 seconds to play in overtime. Now the Dragonettes get ready for a Westview team that is 31-2 and has not lost to a team from the state of Tennessee this season. As is with any team that makes a state championship game, this York team has dealt with their fair share of adversity both on and off the court. Head coach Michael Green says his team is battle-tested and ready for the fight today. We battled, you know, with basketball is easy stuff, what, you know, what we've overcame. And uh, they've got the fight in them. They don't have to give up because if you had to give up, you got, you know, two of your best starters foul out, you know, and you've got five other girls out there, three of them that don't play a whole lot or two, I mean, one or two anyway, and you're having to finish a whole quarter that way. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're overcoming a lot. You're battling, but you're not giving up and fighting. It's the first time since 1984 the Dragonettes are playing for a title when they won their lone state championship. Dragonettes and Chargers tip off this afternoon at the Murphy Center at 1.30 in the 2A state title game. Then at 3.45, Upperman goes for their third state championship victory when they take on Jackson Southside. We'll have coverage of that ball game on News Talk 94.1. Coming up next on the High School Playbook, Tom Duggan goes around the Upper Cumberland talking even more hoops. Well, those Upperman Lady Bees are getting set to play in the championship game of the Class 3A state tournament later on today. It'll be 1.30 against Jackson Southside. Coach Dana McWilliams joining us on the High School Playbook. Coach, congratulations on the run thus far. Very excited for you and uh, 
I know the basketball team's just got to be very excited about the first two games and going into the championship game. Thank you. Yes, we are. We're, we're really excited. Looking forward uh, to tomorrow. Um, you're really proud of the girls. They've, they've played really well up to this point. Coach, has the team gone there with kind of a business mindset? We're going to go down there, take care of business, and, and, and try to win this thing and then maybe have a little fun afterwards? Uh, very much so. You know, we talked about, you know, when we when we made it, def- definitely want to come here and not be satisfied with just being here and giving ourselves the best opportunity uh, to to get ourselves in the championship and with a chance to, to win. How much does it maybe affect the team knowing the history of Upperman basketball and the success that you've had in the postseason, winning state championships, things of that? Does that kind of bear on their minds a little bit as well? Well, I'm not sure. I mean, I think they know the tradition there, and uh, they're well aware of that. But each year is a new team and uh, new new players and new people. And so we try not to, you know, think too much about, you know, what's been done in the past. We, we're very proud of, of what the teams in front of them have done, and they realize that they've set a high standard for these girls. But, you know, they, they have to establish themselves and be their be their own team. Let's look at Friday's semifinal round game against a good Creekwood team. Your team comes out on top. 45-44, big day for Abby Johnson as she has 20 points and nine rebounds. Brooklyn Crouch with 13 points, three rebounds, three assists in that basketball game. Coach, it was nip and tuck all the way, but uh, down the stretch, how were you able to hold them off to come out with that big victory? Well, Creekwood has a really good team. They're very well coached. Uh, they run a lot of sets. They they run you off a lot of screens, and uh, they have a, a great shooter in Burgess. I mean, she just unbelievable shooter when she got a good look uh you know she felt like she made everything but you know for us uh these kids you know they've they've we've been in a lot of close games and you know they uh have just stepped up and made plays when they needed to I guess I've gone back to this more than once but I just can't help but think that all the battles you went through during the regular season, you, you all always play a tough out-of-conference schedule, the district being so competitive. How much do you really think that is helping you now that you're in the, the biggest games of the season with a chance to win a championship? Well, we think, no doubt, you know, it's been beneficial to us all the way through the tournament. Our our district and region, really tough, and um, we feel like our schedule was, was tough this year, and, you know, they just there's so many good coaches in our league and in our um, region, so that you know they make you stay on your toes all year long. It's it's nonstop. So um, hopefully that has prepared us for this week. We're speaking with Upperman Lady Bees head basketball coach Dana McWilliams this morning on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Upperman getting set to take on Jackson Southside this afternoon at 1:30 in the Class 3A state championship at MTSU. Coach, going back to the quarterfinal round game, your team just seemed like it came out on fire against Elizabethton. I mentioned Abby Johnson had 20 points in the game against Creekwood, 24-7 and seven in that game. She's had a big tournament thus far. What was it you liked about the fire that your team came out with right out of the gate in the quarterfinals? Well, you know, I, I was glad that they were excited to be here, and we saw some uh, opportunity inside to get it to Abigail and, um, you know, she has such great teammates around her, and I mean, we've really passed the ball uh, incredibly well. And, and Abigail's such a good finisher inside. Um, you know, we're just really proud. It's just, it's it's been a really good team effort right from the start. You know, these kids, they they we they're patient with each other, and they realize we try to find w- where we can find an advantage. And 
they've been fortunate to take advantage of those situations. Coach, I know you've had a chance to see Jackson Southside. What do you expect from them in the championship game? Well, no doubt they're a very talented team. They're in the state tournament most every year. They're, they're here a lot of times. They're always in the talk all year long. Um, they're one of the best teams in the state. Um, you know, they're very well coached. Uh, so we're expecting a battle for sure. I know it's got to be exciting to look out in the crowd because I'm certain that the full town of Baxter and probably a lot of Putnam County has joined you all down there in Murfreesboro. What's it been like with the fan experience down there? It's been incredible. You know, um, at Upperman, they, the fans, they never disappoint. They always show up and show out for us in tournament time. You know, even really through the regular season, they do the same. But tournament time just gets a little bit bigger. Um, you know, we have had incredible student sections all week long and um, and all tournament long for, from the start of the district tournament all the way through. Um, you know, we're very um, – our school, you know, very close and – a lot of a lot of our students and uh, kids are, are there supporting, and then we got so many people in our community and um, that that show us a, a ton of support. So we we couldn't be happier. All right, coach, uh, we're looking forward to hopefully getting that gold ball back to Baxter. What do you think it would mean for this team to win the the state championship this year and for the community as a whole? Well, any time that you can bring a gold ball back to your hometown, I mean, it, it means everything to those kids. You know, they're. They've worked really hard. Uh, you know, they, they, some of them, you know, will be playing their last game as as a Lady B. So, I mean, it's going to mean a lot um, all the way down the the row if if we're fortunate enough uh, to to bring home the gold. Upperman and Jackson Southside this afternoon at one thirty at MTSU's Murphy Center. Coach Dana McWilliams of the Upperman Lady Bees, our guests on the High School Playbook. Coach, go get it done today. We're pulling for you and bring that gold ball back to Baxter. Thanks so much. Well, one team that's getting excited about their own state tournament run, the Stone Memorial Panthers will be in Murfreesboro next week to take part in the Class 3A state tournament at MTSU. Coach Neil Caps of the Panthers joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, how exciting is it to get to Murfreesboro to take part, to be one of the elite eight, so to speak, and have a chance to win that state gold ball? Well, uh, anybody that's ever played basketball – you know, or had aspirations as a little kid to play basketball. This is this is the this is the goal, and uh, I mean, we're not going to try to you know understate it. This is something that you know when um, when I was uh, had younger children, when my children were younger, we took both of them. You know, when they were six, seven years old, we took them to the state tournament for that specific reason, so they could expand their vision. And uh, so it's we're just excited. You know, as a program, this third time, first time in 10 years, we were able to make it back. And uh, the boys are excited. It's it's a, you know, and we're just, uh, we're looking, you know, the whole community's excited. They're rallying behind us. And, and we're just, we're looking forward to a great opportunity and a great experience down there. But, you know, we do also understand it is a business trip. It's not a, it's not a pleasure trip. It's a business trip. We want to go down there. And we're wanting to represent, we're wanting to play hard, we're wanting to compete, and we're wanting to have some success down there uh, while we're at it. Absolutely. I mean, go down there, put in the hard work, do the business part, and if you win it, then you can enjoy the fruits of it and do all the celebration after the fact. Coach, your team, how are they responding in practice leading up? I know they've not walked in the building and kind of got the full experience yet, but how do you think they're handling this, uh, you know, the whole trip and the expectation so far? 
Well, practice has been really good. We've done a lot of film, you know, what we could get a hold of. I mean, some uh, there's been several teams that have been pretty stingy with film, and we were not able, haven't been able to um, get a lot of film on them. So we were, um, we're just, you know, we we're, we're working really hard with what we have. The boys have been really attentive. They're excited, obviously, but they've uh, practice has gone really well. Uh, we we just got done with uh, our, our Bolton uh, uh, scout, you know, and went over them, their tendencies, and what the, you know, and what we're going to do against them. We're heading down to Tennessee Tech right now uh, to shoot in a bigger venue and practice in a bigger venue, trying to get us used to the you know the backdrop of a bigger venue like like the Murphy Center. So we're uh, they they've really been attentive, they've really been into it, excited, and uh, so I, I'm really encouraged with with where we're at going leading up to heading down there on Tuesday morning. Coach, people are going to look at your opponent, Bolton, and see a, a team that's won only eight games this year. And, uh, again, it's all about getting hot at the right time, and you just can't take anyone for granted. What do you know about this Bolton team? And I know you said film has been kind of hard to come by, but from what you've gathered so far, what have you seen from them that really concerns you? Their speed and athleticism. Uh, they're, not, they're not overly tall, uh, but they are 100% very athletic. Uh, they get after you. They're going to try to press you. They're going to try to speed you up. Uh, they're going to be really aggressive attacking the rim. They're going to be really aggressive attacking the offensive glass. Uh, and we, we got to do our job keeping them in front. We got to do our jo- a good job at boxing, boxing out after the shot. Um, and we got to start, you know, they got, they got a kid that, that's, you know, really got us kind of worried. We're, we're so worried about him. We told our guys that we're going to start before the shot, when we see when we see them getting ready to shoot, we're going to start boxing this kid out, and uh, so they they are really going to you know it, we're fortunate that we did get to play against um, Austin East, which was a very similar squad. Um, I don't think Bolton is as big uh, or uh, as uh, Austin East was, but they're equally as fast and athletic, and they will definitely I think they will do a better job at trying to speed us up. Uh, than Austin East did. So uh, we've got our, we've definitely got our uh, work cut out for us. We're speaking with Stone Memorial Panthers head basketball coach Neil Caps on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned going down to Tech to practice in the more wide open venue. Do you feel like maybe playing in Tennessee Tech already in the district tournament helped you just a little bit in terms of getting prepared to play at MTSU? Absolutely. Absolutely, I do. I mean, um, you, you can never underestimate any little advantage you can get. Uh, I think it, I think it's crucial. Like kids, uh, I was kind of worried going into the district tournament not having ever played at Tech, except for in some summer camp games. But, you know, of a game of those magnitude where, where wins matter uh, in the district tournament for seeding and per, seeding purposes, I was kind of worried. Well, we, we had success down there, and to be able to go down there and get some shots up and in a similar backdrop as as that, I think I think it's absolutely beneficial. I think it, uh, you know, honestly, we may go down there and, and uh, have a terrible shooting night uh, next Tuesday, but at least we're doing our due diligence and trying to go and put our kids in situations, to, you know, to make them as successful as possible. Your Panther squad would likely be viewed, I guess, as a dark horse to win this thing. Although, when I think when you get to the final eight, anything goes. But would you rather be the label of a dark horse and be able to sneak up on some folks than be the one that everybody's looking at and uh, has that big target on their back? Well, you know, it's really hard to say. Uh, if you've got, you know, let's be honest, you know, Mer- Greenville, 
is is coming back again this year. And if we were fortunate enough to win our, our first-round game, that's who we will more than likely play is Greenville. Greenville didn't lose a kid, and they won them a gold ball last year and got everybody returning. So, you know, we are a dark horse. So we are, you know, we are an afterthought to a lot of teams, to a lot of people, to a lot of media uh, going into this. So we're really, all the pressure is on, the, you know, a team like Greenville because everybody's expecting them to win it. And like you said, anything goes. Uh, anything could happen. Uh, you know, you're – you know, you have one team have a bad shooting night, uh, and that's why that's why basketball as a, as, a, as a sport is so great. Is that on a given night, a given team can beat a given team. Anything can happen. Anything can happen when it's a one and done type situation. You know, survive in advance. That's what makes it so great. Pressure affects people differently. So as long as we're you know still alive, as long as we're still have a chance in the tournament. I mean, I, I mean, we we are we we are we're a dark horse. Uh, a team with a, with a chance, and I, I like our chance. Coach, we wish you and the Stone Memorial Panthers the absolute best of luck next week in the state tournament, and uh, hope you can bring that big gold ball back to Crossville. Well, Tom, I appreciate you guys. We're going to give it our best shot, and we appreciate everything you guys do for Upper Cumberland Sports. Thank you so much. What Upper Cumberland team playing in the Class 2A state championship on Saturday will be the York Institute Dragonettes as they will take on Westview this morning at 11 a.m., Coach Michael Green of the Dragonheads joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, it's been a fun ride for your team so far at State. What's the experience been like for you and the team there in Murfreesboro so far? Oh, it's been absolutely amazing. We've, uh, you know, two two great games, uh, both games. You know, uh, first game we got down nine and battled back and pulled that one out. Then last night, you know, two starters fouling out and uh, going to overtime and, and pulling that, that one out, it's just been amazing. Let's go back to that first game and talk about it a little bit, and we'll kind of recap both of them a little bit. A, a nip-and-tuck game, but you got down, as you mentioned, by nine points in the basketball game. When you get down in that situation in a state tournament game, how do you really motivate your team, keep them focused, and know that, you, hey, you still got a shot to win this thing? Oh, you just keep telling them, you know, we're here for a reason. I believe in you, and I know we're going we're gonna to end up pulling it out. We just got to battle back, and uh, we had to just keep making adjustments defensively, uh, offensively as well, but uh, just trying to create some turnovers to get, to get back in it and to cut the lead, and the girls did a great job of adjusting like we wanted to and just never giving up. They just, they're always fighting. It doesn't matter what the score is, uh, just always battling and, and never let the thought of losing creep into our mind. Do you feel like that's been a staple of this team all season long, just that will to, to survive in advance? Yeah, just overcoming adversity, you know, in everyday life and then in, on the basketball court as well. I said, we've been through so much off the court. You know, a basketball game's the fun part and the easy part, so there's no reason to get down or get upset or anything and just to battle. And I can't be more proud of, of the way they've battled not only all season, but especially these last two games. Coach, in that game uh, against Gibson County, McKenna Beatty with a big night. She has 15 points, nine rebounds. She has five assists in that ball game. Goes nine of ten from the free throw line. Uh, one of the standouts on the team in that game. What about her performance in that quarterfinal win? Yeah, yeah, she really, she really played well. Uh, foul shots, like you said, were, were were huge. Her and her sister Gabby both, uh, you know, shot really well from the foul line. We didn't shoot too well last night from the foul line, but but foul shots really were the difference in that uh, in that Gibson County game for sure. Coming back then in the semifinal round game, you draw Gatlinburg Pittman in a, in a nip and tuck game. It looked like all the way to the very finish, coach. You win that game in overtime. What are some things that really stood out in that game against Pittman? 
Well, we really did a good job in the first half against our big girl. We took a charge on her, and, you know, she's very physical. Uh, we played good defense on her that first half, and then second half we got in some foul trouble. Uh, Gabby fouled out with a little under five minutes in the fourth quarter. Emmy Crabtree came in and uh, played really well the rest of the game for us because Ellie left you. She ended up fouling out late in the fourth. So we we played overtime with, with three girls out there, Lacey Patton and uh, Josie Linder and, and Emmy Crabtree, who, who don't get to play a lot together on the court. And uh, they they uh, they really pulled through for us there that, that fourth or the late in the fourth and also in overtime uh emmy hit a couple big threes for us Lacey hit some big threes and and josie hit a foul shot and uh hit a hit a layup there to tie it up for us late and uh can't be more proud of, of their effort and uh the way they battled to help pull us through we're speaking to york institute head basketball coach michael green on the high school playbook as his team gets ready to take on westview later on this morning in the class 2a state championship at uh, mtsu's murphy center Coach, 19 points for Ellie Lefew in the game against Gallenberg Pittman. And it seems like all year long you've just had someone stepping up, big scoring or rebounding. Do you like this about this team that you're not just relying on maybe one or two people to get it done? And and seems to me a sure sign of a good championship caliber team is a team that's got weapons all over the court. Do you feel that way about your squad? Oh, definitely. Any any given night, you know, we've got girls that, that can step up and uh, lead us offensively. You can't just key in on one or two players. We've got, you know, we've got six girls that, that are an offensive threat. And uh, Emmy Crabtree, you know, she's come along. Sage Smith's done a great job down here. You know, she hit the game winner for us last night. And uh, she's played real, real solid as well. And, and getting Lacey back, you know, to have another outside threat. Uh, but any night, you know, if we're all on, we're, we're a hard team to – to stop offensively, then we have some bad nights. But uh, when, when we got when we got all five girls on the floor, we feel like they're all a threat offensively. You can't just key in on one of them. Championship game against Westview coming up Saturday morning, Coach. What do you know about them, and uh, what kind of game do you expect in the championship? Yeah, they're you know they're they're picked as the best team in the state, number one. Uh, nobody's given us much of a chance. Uh, I know they play a two-three zone, and they've got a lot of. They've got a big girl inside. She's about six two, six three, really athletic, really long. Uh, you know, we, we've not seen a zone in a while, so we're going to try to get that figured out. And uh, you know, we're, we're uh, whatever the score ends up being, I know these girls are going to battle for four quarters, and, and they're going to give it all they got. And uh, you know, hopefully, we'll give them a good game and hopefully come out on top. Coach, what do you think it would feel like to bring back a state championship trophy back to Jamestown? How would the community respond to that? And just how good would it feel for you and the team? Oh, this community has been behind us, you know, tremendously uh, all season. And, uh, you know, the support we've had while we've been down here has been tremendous. You know, the two-and-a-half-hour drive to get down here, we've our fan base has been huge down here. And, uh, you know, the first time getting to their – winning the state championship i think they won the last one was like 1983 and i think the last time they were here was maybe uh 2006 i'm not sure but uh it's just it would just be amazing you know the girls it's already been amazing and you know just be icing on the cake to to bring a gold gold ball back home well coach we're pulling for you to bring that gold ball back to jamestown good luck to you and your team today in the championship game and uh, good luck to the dragonettes coach michael green our guest coach best of luck to you the rest of the way i appreciate you having me York Institute head basketball coach Michael Green, our guest on the high school playbook. Coach, best of luck bringing that gold ball back to Jamestown. Good luck in the championship game later on today. The Jackson County Blue Devil boys basketball team landed on the doorstep of the state tournament but came up short 
turned away at East Nashville this past Monday night, 69-32. to Blue Devils coach Kevin Thomas joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, I know that East Nashville team, one of the best in the mid-state area, I think, classification bar none, and uh, I know a tough matchup for your team on Monday night. Oh, it really was. You know, uh, you know, we started the first quarter, we was down 18-11, to 11, and we missed a couple of layups and had uh, three pretty bad turnovers, and one of them led to two points. So, you know, I told him after the first quarter that I thought, I said, hey, then, you know, the nerves should be off and come out here and play, and you know you can play with them. And, and they just come out that second quarter, and they had that Jones kid hit five straight threes. You know, I called timeout in between. He hit three in transition, and he had 17 in the quarter, and there was just nothing we could do after that. Coach, how difficult is it when you match up with a team like an East Nashville? They've got tons of athleticism, and not that you don't see that throughout the course of the year, but I think maybe even on a different scale than you're used to seeing. There's no doubt the quickness is on another level than what uh, you know we're used to seeing, and here in the Upper Cumberland, and that's just part of it. You know, uh, uh, it, it it really is. I mean, as far as size wise, you know, no difference there. It's just the really the quickness level and. And for them, you know, the 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 Tyrod Taylor is the guy that's up for Mr. Basketball, and just to be honest with you, he's not their best player. You know, he you know he's the only senior on the team, and and uh, you know, and they have the Jones kid. I think's getting talked to by some uh, SEC schools, and you just don't see that type of player around here in Upper Cumberland a whole lot. I tell you, you don't, and it's hard to go up against that when you got a Mr. Basketball, and he's not even the best player on the team. That just goes to show really how good a program <laughs> that they do have down there, Coach. As far as your team and how they played, uh, I know some odds you had to overcome, but what were you proud about about your team and their performance Monday? Well, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I was really proud of the way we come out in the third quarter. I, you know, we talked at halftime about, uh, you know, listen, you just cannot, you know, overcome a team that just shoots it that well, you know, uh, you know, in that second quarter. And, and I said, listen, guys, we're, we, we start four juniors that hopefully we can get back to this same game next year. And we want to make sure that we learn from this and, and take advantage of being able to play against this athleticism and, and uh, you know, I said, let's let's face it. What we got to play for right here is pride, and the and the JCHS across our jersey, and 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 they really come out and did that. I mean, we we won the third quarter, and uh, you know, it was only by three points, but still, we just come out with, I thought, fire and played hard, and and uh, you know, we just uh, showed me a lot of character about these kids that I knew they had, and. And uh, it was just an example, you know, for all the younger kids, too, to see that, for them to come out and play that hard in the third quarter. We're speaking with Jackson County Blue Devils head basketball coach Kevin Thomas on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you talked a little bit about the character of your team and maybe once you've had a little time to kind of step back and look at this season as a whole, what are a few things that you think may really stand out in your memory about this team this year? Well, I, you know, I think that, you know, the expectations that we had before we started, uh, I thought, you know, the biggest thing about this team is they played to those expectations and, and, uh, you know, played with that pride and want to, to be successful and, you know, to get the first district championship here, you know, in 10 years and, and, uh, you know, just kind of establishing we hope for the next, you know, few years that we can keep this kind of momentum going and, and, and being successful. 
you mentioned the four juniors that'll be coming back as seniors next year. Talk about the players that won't be coming back and, and a bit of a peek ahead, if you will, to next year and what this team might be able to accomplish. Well, you know, losing Ramon is huge. I mean, uh, Ramon has just been such a staple for us the last couple of seasons and just had two great years, you know, back-to-back junior and senior years. I mean, he actually scored over a 1,000 points in two years, so he – he he's he he'll be um, a hard one to lose just with his uh, scoring ability, but you know just such a good kid. But you know, and then we lose um, Drew Clenard, who is you know he's a he's a three sport athlete at our school with football and soccer and basketball, and just a tremendous work ethic and and a good athlete for us that come off the bench. And we lose Grayson Smith, who is you know he was the district co MVP last year in baseball. And the, in the district and pitches there for our high school team. And, you know, another great kid individually. And then John Riley Shelton, who is, uh, I told the guys would be probably one of the guys they remember always. Just he, uh, he's a senior that never got to any significant minutes, but just played so hard at practice and brought it every day. And, and, um, you know, those are the type of guys you remember once you get my age and you look back at your high school years and you'll, remember guys like that but uh, you know those guys have just been so important to our basketball team and you know as a senior class Ramon's probably played more minutes than all those guys put together but uh, just what they brought every day to us at practice and and I you know and that leads me into the young kids I mean they got to see that these freshmen and sophomores they got to see those seniors play that hard at practice and and, and be a part and buy into the team concept uh, can do nothing but be a positive for you, and and uh, we got some young guys I think get to you know really step up next year, and you know with Alex Johnson he's that other guy that'll be a senior, and we have a young kid about six three Matthew Brown that I think could really have two good years left. He's going to be a junior next year, and Waylon Kennedy, and then I have another two freshmen that I dress Brady Smith, and, who is Grayson's brother that uh, I think's got a tremendous upside. I think he's got all kinds of potential basketball-wise. And, and Owen Thompson's a pretty good little shooter that I have that's in that class. So, uh, you know, I'm looking for some good things next year. Coach, a great team. I think a team with a whole lot of character, a whole lot of grit, determination, a lot of heart. 23 wins this season. It's been a fantastic year. Congratulations to you and the Jackson County Blue Devils. And, Coach, we wish you the very best moving down the road. Hey, I sure appreciate it, and thank you. One of the two single-A teams that made the state tournament from the Upper Cumberland region, the Clay County Lady Bulldogs went up against Gleason on Thursday in the uh, Class 1A state uh, tournament quarterfinals. Coach Matt Walker of the Lady Bulldogs joining us via the hotline on the high school playbook. Coach, you saw Gleason back earlier in the regular season. Did that give you any kind of edge in terms of preparation for them, or was it just so early on in the season that everything was quite different when you saw them uh, Thursday night? I think it gave us uh, uh, an incentive to want to play them again. You know, we, we were trying to, to redeem ourselves from that loss early in the year, but uh, obviously it didn't help us in the final result. Coach, just the atmosphere. Your team has been to the state tournament before. You've kind of – you know, had that experience before, but is it still a little bit overwhelming when you get there? You know what's at stake, the the atmosphere, the ambiance, if you will. Is it still just a little bit much to take in right off the top? No, I didn't think so. I think most of our girls was, was a whole lot calmer this year and uh, knew what to expect and, and better prepared for the environment. 
but it's definitely it's definitely an accomplishment to be there and all of our girls appreciate that and uh you know didn't didn't take the moment for granted you got off to a pretty good start. You led by a point at the end of the first period. Uh, they come back. I believe it's maybe a three-point game at the half. Pretty nip and tuck first half. How did things kind of play out for you there in the first half of the basketball game? Uh, we was able to penetrate quite a bit, get to the free throw line. We got quite a few points from the line. Uh, we was attacking them pretty good. and uh, We went to a zone defense and kind of slowed their offense down a little until right there late into the first half, and that's when we started making some shots. We had to had to come out of our zone. Looks like in the second half, defensively, maybe they made some adjustments. Just looking at the score sheet, Coach, and uh, did they do some different things against you defensively maybe that wreaked a little havoc for you? Uh, no, not particularly. Um, we we were still able to penetrate a little bit, but not nearly as much as we did in the first half. Uh, we did get the ball inside on some post-ups, and we just, we just struggled to finish. You know, We missed a lot of shots around the rim. Uh, got some good open threes and, and you know, just left them a little bit short. Uh, but, again, credit to them. You know, it's a part of playing a good team is they make every shot difficult. And uh, even those shots we missed around the rim, you know, I think we could have done a better job finishing. But still, they're a big old long team, and that, that makes it tough to finish sometimes. We're speaking to Coach Matt Walker. He's the head basketball coach of the Clay County Lady Bulldogs, who, of course, participated in the Class 1A state tournament Thursday night at MTSU in Murfreesboro. Coach, on the whole, how much did your team enjoy the experience of going to the state tournament, albeit just the one-game stay, but just knowing they'd gotten there, how did they feel about that, and just how did they enjoy it while they were there? It's just a great experience, you know, knowing that you're – among one of the best teams in the state and uh, seeing the other Upper Cumberland teams that, uh, that made it as well and knowing you know, there's a lot of good teams that got left at the house this year. Uh, I think it's definitely an honor to be there. The season as a whole, your opinion on it, Coach? I know you've got to be proud to get to the state tournament is, is a great accomplishment, but uh, when you go back and reflect on this season, what are a couple of things that really stand out to you? Just a lot of uh, contributions from a lot of different girls. Uh, I think we've had six or maybe seven different girls lead us in scoring at different times of the season. And with a lot of sickness and a lot of injuries and stuff, we've had girls in and out of the lineups. And every game, you know, somebody new seems to step up. And just a lot of development from a lot of different girls. I was going to say a lot of adversity through the course of the season. We've talked several times, and you've had players banged up here, players sick there. And the, I think the last time even we spoke, you said that, you know, you were kind of getting healthy at the right time. And uh, when you had everybody on the court, you had great quality depth. But, Coach, even this week in preparation for the state tournament game, you've had some sickness to deal with. Is that correct? Yeah, we had. We had uh... Had to cancel practice on Tuesday because we had so many people out of the lineup with, with some sickness, and uh, definitely felt some effects of it on on Thursday. But you know, the girls they uh, they give it all they had. It's just kind of running running on fumes. As we kind of project ahead, I know it's way early to start looking to next year, Coach. But uh, who do you lose from this year? Who's coming back? And what do you see for the foreseeable future for this Clay County girls basketball program? Well, we lose three seniors. Uh, all three of them have been really big to our program and played a lot of minutes. Uh, particularly, you know, their sophomore years on, you know, they played a lot of minutes. Cherokee Upton, Liza Jenkins, Zoe Hayes, uh, definitely going to be missed. Got a really good sophomore class coming back. Got a really good junior class coming back. 
Uh, we're hoping our freshmen take the next step, kind of like uh, this year's sophomores did, and and develop. And we've got a pretty talented eighth grade bunch coming in. A great season for the Clay County Lady Bulldogs: twenty-five wins, six losses. District 7-1A tournament champions and regular season champions. Runners up in the region tournament. uh, Won the sectionals, of course, making it all the way to the Class 1A state tournament. And uh, big and bright days ahead for the Clay County Lady Bulldogs. Coach Matt Walker, thank you so much for the time today and uh, congratulations on a great season. Thank you. Appreciate it. Another one of our ladies' teams from the Upper Cumberland region showing up at Murfreesboro for the Class 1A state tournament this season. The Van Buren County Lady Eagles, as they went up against Dresden on Thursday night, came out, unfortunately, on the short end of a 50-33 to score. Coach Tyler Sapp of the Van Buren County Lady Eagles joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, I know it's, it's great just to get there. How exciting was it for you, for your team, to, to get to the state tournament, even though it was a short stay for you? Just how exciting was it? Uh, it was, I mean, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience, especially for those kids. Uh, you know, they they get to say forever that they went and played the state tournament. And, you know, they get to say, too, that, you know, the only second second team from Van County in history to ever go play. So that's big accomplishments to them and for them. Now, you've been part of both of those teams that went. You were the assistant coach on the team back in 2016. For you, did you have some butterflies the first go-round and maybe a little bit this time around as a first-time head coach in the state tournament? Um, not so. I mean, not so many but- butterflies for the first time. You know, you just kind of sitting there watching, you know, and trying to help out. This time, you know, did before the game because all the build up and everything. But it, you know, once tip off goes, it's it, it's game mode, and you know, those those butterflies are kind of over with. Everybody, once you get to a certain point in the postseason, it's pretty darn good, and especially when you get to state and you're down to the final eight. A good Dresden basketball team, but coach, it was a, t- a pretty tough first half. Dresden led by a point at the intermission. Kind of walk us through the early stages of the basketball game and kind of how things went there in that first half. Um, we knew that their defense was really good, that they, they their uh, their help side defense is outstanding. So we knew that uh, we were going to have to try to you know penetrate and kick and get and try to get some looks outside on them um, because they they do help one pass away. Um, and we did that pretty successfully in the first in the first half. Uh, Second half, we just couldn't score. Uh, we missed a bunch of easy layups. First half, we missed a bunch of easy layups too. But second half, it really, really hurt us. We missed a bunch of easy layups that you know we've got to make all the time. Um, and then you know we we played them to defensively best we could. They got they got a bunch of easy looks inside on us in our in our zone that kind of hurt us. But uh, you know it, that that it was uh, I think even in the fourth quarter it was eleven ten or eleven we had to start fouling and of course it stretched to. 17. Was their defense something really you had to contend with all night? I know three periods of the basketball game, you score in single figures. Was that just something that was just very difficult to contend with throughout the entire ball game? Uh, I mean, yeah, it was, it was difficult to contend with because we weren't getting to the rim with our, you know, on our drives, we were having to kick and get, and get layups and which is, which is fine. You know, we talked about that. We knew all that going in. We just, we just missed them and then missed shots on the perimeter too that, we you know that we work on that we want to hit that we have you know that we expect to hit we I mean we shot the ball 28 percent in the second half you're not you're not going to beat very many people shooting 28 percent we're speaking with coach Tyler Sapp he is the head basketball coach of the Van Buren County Lady Eagles here on the high school playbook 
built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, what was the experience like? I mentioned for you maybe having a few butterflies, but for the kids themselves, how did they really react to, to making it to state, and how did they take it all in once you guys got to Murfreesboro? Uh, they seemed like they really, really enjoyed it. I don't, I don't think they were, they were too nervous. Um, I think I was way nervous, way more nervous than they were, to be honest. <laughs> um, you know, we, we, we come out and, and we played hard. Like we, you know, if we were nervous, we couldn't tell it. You know, I couldn't tell it from, from my players. We come out, we played hard. We led after the first frame. Um, and, you know, and they, I, so I don't, I, I think, I think they had something they wanted to prove. And, you know, and we, we played with them for three quarters. When you look back at this season, Coach, you've dealt with injuries. You know, all teams deal with a little bit of illness throughout the course of the season, of course, but just things that kind of bumps in the road, if you will, for you. When you look back on this season, maybe have a little more time to analyze it, what do you think will really stand out most about this team this season? Um, just just the fight and the and overcoming all the, all the adversity we face. Because, you know, I mean, you know, I got – I got removed as head coach to begin the season. So that, that was a big, huge hurdle for them too. And of course, then I got reinstated. So then it was kind of, you know, it was kind of all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And then, you know, Emily's injury, like you said, and then sickness. I mean, we, we, we all came together and we fought, um, every night for 32 minutes. And that, and that's what, that's what I'm going to remember the most about this group, the resiliency of them to, uh, to just go out and play basketball as hard as they did, uh, with despite everything going on outside of basketball looking forward coach who do you lose who will be back and what do you anticipate for the near future for van buren county girls basketball um we lose riley scoggins um she's she's the leading to our knowledge she's the leading rebounder in school history with over 700 rebounds i don't know the exact total so that's going to be that's that's going to be a big uh big loss for us you know whoever's whoever's going to be replacing her has got very big shoes to fill because she always gave her best effort every night and 700 rebounds, a lot of rebounds in a career. Uh, she almost has more rebounds than she does points. So, uh, you know, that's going to be tough to feel, but we're bringing back Layla. Obviously, that's, that's a big, that's, that's a huge help. Um, Emily, hopefully, will be back from injury. Um, Greta Rigsby, she'll be back. She played really, two really, really good games in the, uh, in the district, uh, in the region championship and then in the, uh, in the substate game. She had the best game of her life in that, in that substate game that helped us get over Red Bull and Springs. You know, so those those three will be back, and then we've got some freshmen that some eighth graders coming in. They'll be freshmen, some eighth graders, and then some, a few a few role players left from last year that'll be that'll hopefully help us re- get back to Murfreesboro again. Hopefully so, Coach. It's been a fun season, an outstanding season down in Spencer. Twenty wins on the basketball season. It ends up in the glass house in Murfreesboro. You can't ask for anything more, Coach. Congratulations to you and the Van Buren County Lady Eagles, and we're looking forward to the next chapter to see what's next at Van Buren County. Thank you. Don't forget the girls' Class 2A state championship, York Institute in Westview, coming up at 11 a.m. this morning. That game will be followed by Upperman and Jackson Southside for the Class 3A state championship at 1.30. All-state tournament and state championship games, of course, played at MTSU's Murphy Center in Murfreesboro. Next week, it will be the TSSAA Boys State Tournament Championship. From the Upper Cumberland, Clay County will participate in the Class 1A tournament, York Institute in Class 2A, and Stone Memorial taking part in the 3A classification. Big thanks to Jacob Vinson for all his hard work in Murfreesboro, covering all the Upper Cumberland teams over the course of the week. Thanks to all the coaches for joining us for this morning's program. For this week's edition of the High School Playbook, I'm Tom Duggan.